Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today, <laughs> today is a different... The relaxing ASMR <laughs> Pet Parents Pod. Well, today we're doing something a little different. We've talked about doing this in the past, like covering movies that, and kind of give like... Yeah, we're all movie lovers here. We're all movie lovers, and we thought dog re- dog or pet-related movies would be a fun thing to do as, like, a... It's a slippery slope to depression, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we started off we with We started a, off light. We started off light, uh, kind of in honor of what we talked about a couple episodes. We talked about dog shows, and we talked about a comedy be- uh, best in show when I brought it up with Kip. Kip's like, ah, I love that movie. Love it. And now, Kip... Explain to me the thing you just explained to your husband as a way to describe the movie he did not know. So my 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 husband is so I have, stupid. So I've never seen Best in Show. Explain this to me, Kip. What is this movie? Who's I, in it? My husband is a genius, but he just happens to have never seen Best in Show. So I was trying to explain. So Best in Show is a movie. Mm-hmm. By it's by Eugene. Jenkins. And, and and it's got it's got Christopher Lee in there as um Gandalf and then it's got No, I uh, thought it was Christopher Lloyd. Who, who was the who, who was the main the main actor you were trying to get your husband to realize? Oh right. It's got um it's got uh, uh not Colonel O'Neill. It's got um General Hammond from Stargate. He's in there for one scene. He's the, he's the final judge at the, the end judge of the judge of the best of show. So he's in there. And um and, for a second. And, and did little Matt understand the film you were talking about from this great description? Not one bit. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> why. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I just love that, but I just like walked in and I was like that's all the description. It's got Christopher Lloyd and General Hammond, and then you get to like watch it. And then there's dogs, and it's really funny. Um, so we're gonna be spoiling Best in Show. So if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, look, okay, this is so. a 21 year spoiler alert. But if you, for some reason, want to watch this movie, stop the podcast now. Go watch it, and then come come back, back. and then come back. Best in Show is a movie. By Christopher. Twenty one years late, just like me. I had also not seen it. Yes, I hadn't seen it till this year either. I hadn't heard of it until actually last year when we watched all of Shit's Creek. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they referenced like the reason, one of the reasons they wanted the two main actors, who is um, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hare, to be mm-hmm. the parents, is okay. because of oh, their chemistry. role chemistry yeah. in this film. Yeah. Um, but. Um, the movie is by Christopher Guest, and it also is... Um, not Christopher Lloyd. No. He's, and, in fact, not in this film at all. Neither is Christopher Lee. And, and Eugene Levy also helped produce it. So, like, okay. these two together helped create this film, yeah. and is is a... Satire. A, oh, he's a great. he's a great comedian. Yes. Um, and it it's is... that one guy from Mad TV, too. <laughs> Do you know the actor? The fat one. <laughs> He's the, he plays the fat, quote, I'm putting air quotes, he plays the fat guy mm-hmm. in Mad TV. Love him to death. He's okay. my favorite. Great. He's there. Do, Do you know the actor? Do you know what nope. character? Okay. Nope. Bubba. <laughs> or, okay, or, so. Or Duncan. 
Duncan was one of the from Mad TV. Oh, oh, Dale. Dale. Dale, Dale from the fishing yeah. shop. Dale from the fishing shop. He's in Mad That's TV. the He's character. <laughs> That's the character, not the actor. Yeah. Um, so the film is a satire mockumentary following show dog owners getting ready for the Mayfield show. It gives you the it, it gives you an the office vibe mm-hmm. when you watch it. Very much. It's it's kind of of that same era as well. The 2000 that it was produced. Yeah, yeah 2000. Yeah, yeah. 2000 was when it uh so was it has that kind when of dry it, humor. Yeah. Yeah, it has a 2000 offbeat dry humor. Mm-hmm. It was also a lot of um ad living so they had like the outline for the film and then they did a lot of like improv together as a like a comedic troupe yeah, yeah. but um they, they yes ended their way through the movie yes. so when did you watch this kip because you actually knew about this you're like oh i haven't seen that in years yeah 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 uh my family mm-hmm. <laughs> basically just like five of me so, okay yeah um I uh I am a a uh, exact copy replica of my mother, so we <laughs> we even sound the same. Okay. Um. So it's basically just our jam. We watch MST3K. We watch um. You know any kind of like funny, dry humor kind of a film that that'll come out. You know we're we're big fans of that. So when uh Best in Show came out, we were all over it. All right. And it was just right up our alley. And and uh, it kind of became like a, a, a I think it was like a Thanksgiving thing. You that know? makes sense because of the dog show the on dog Thanksgiving. Show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, we haven't watched it in years, but yeah, no, that was just a riot every time we have to like sit uh, down. But I didn't. I'm. I'm not. I don't have the best memory, as we all know. Notoriously bad memory. You. No, yeah, yeah. you are top notch. I never have to remind you about anything. I know. You're just on top of it. I'm very proud of you. No, you, you do a good job. I I I funnel all my memory into my work. And then it just stops there. <laughs> There's no more. I put my bandwidth is done when it comes. That, to that. That's fair. When you get to a certain point in life, like um, I know Heath has talked about this. Like he used to have a really good memory for random crap and his for, like, job. Specifically, I've noticed uh, I used to have a really good memory for like conversations I had with which friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing! I wonder what that feels like. I haven't known in like six years. Yeah, because when my current job in nine one one, I had to like memorize too many things and i guess that ability kind of went away and now i'm like i don't remember if we already talked about this yeah sometimes i'll check in but don't worry guys he knows phone numbers i do i still have phone numbers memorized like so i don't know my husband's phone number which hasn't changed (laughs) since we met each other in high school you should probably remember that um the first okay so i do know know. part of it the first Six numbers are the same as hers. <laughs> that's, that's, it's only that's four right, numbers. Cause this is, yeah, cause I, I, yeah, because we got them in the same year in the same area. Uh-huh. Right. So um, yeah. the thing is, I do know all the last four. I just don't know only the order. over the last like got six you. months or so have you no. demonstrated maybe the last year? What if, what if you end up in prison? Who are you going to call? You got to remember those numbers. She's I'm not going to have a, she's not going to make it on the first try. She'll get the numbers, but out of order. I have the four numbers. So, Eventually, she gets one phone call, she's there's a limited. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can call someone. Like you can call, like they can know. access numbers from your phone. Maybe I don't know. I'm screwed. It doesn't matter. Maybe I'll get I don't lucky. Think they're gonna go through their your cell phone. I mean, I it wouldn't ask. be hard to look up my number. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like 
you could look up a number because I doubt anyone knows the actual numbers that they dial now because no one knows them. Except for you, Keith knows all numbers. I mean, I remember addresses that that I've had to write. It's interesting. This actually can feed in because it was kind of a little bit of a nostalgia trip watching this because yeah, this, this was, was made in two thousand. Yeah, so they, it's like pre cell phones. So they yeah. had people like doing long car drives, and like one of the shots is like of the Cookie and Jerry Flex character driving up from Florida up yeah. to the dog show. They actually had a friend who's like, I wrote you down the instructions and some stop. Go up there. But yeah. it's not just that, but actual road stops to take on your way up there because mm-hmm. it's not like you can sell. It's like, oh, he's like, this place has good sandwiches. And it's like, yeah. before you mm-hmm. were always just kind of, oh, there's an exit. I guess we're going to tr- tr- chance it. Chance it on this one. You can read the signs. You can read the Those signs. signs have always existed. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, it's like the, the exit signs usually say what's there, kind of. Yeah, but if, for, and billboards would always uh, display mm-hmm, for, yeah. for for you youngins, mm-hmm. you can read road signs and billboards. And there's the big pilot road signs where it's yeah. like, ah, yes. Uh, the, I will say trucker road stops are some of the best road stops if you're doing a long haul trip. Yeah. Like their bathrooms are always fairly clean. They, they have a good selection of food. Yeah. Their gas is fine, and if need be, for a very long, you can rent a shower. Yep. Yeah. For yep. for if you number. Take a number, yeah. do a thing, get fresh. If if you're doing one of those really long road trips, but yep, yep, yep. yeah, uh, so that was a fun little nostalgic like throwback. We did look it up. MapQuest existed when this movie was made, but only for four years. Yeah, <laughs> MapQuest started in '96. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even then, it's not like it's that's still not really equivalent to Apple or Google Maps because you had no. to print out the instructions yeah. still. And, and if you made a wrong turn, right if you made a wrong turn, which I have, you have to Mac backtrack West. or you're screwed. Yeah. That was, that was a pain in the bottom. Paper map to Nashville <gasps> once. Oh, did, it was actually, Nashville is the easiest city to get to from Atlanta. Look, I gotta my, be honest. <laughs> I hated driving. Oh yeah. When, before GPS, before I had access to a GPS, mm-hmm. which was after sometime after I became like, GPS your GPS. Was a thing. Yeah. yeah. In Danielle, high school, I was good at directions. She and was a good navigator, even though she never drove. Um, I, my mom has bad eyesight, so I would always give directions to people yeah. driving us home. So I, I was very observant. I'm, I'm right. very, I have a really excellent sense of direction too. Yeah. Before I started driving, I would only, um, <laughs> like look out the window, but I was not focusing on what was outside. I was like, Daydreaming. I wasn't paying attention. To- I was daydreaming, but I paid attention. To I didn't it. pay I don't that much know. attention. No, I so just, I didn't remember stuff about yeah. where it was because. I have zero sense of direction. You've always had a sense of direction. Yeah, that sounds I, nice. I would watch the little motorcycle guy that was just outside the window who was driving in the grass, and then he would leap the little hills and then swerve signs, mm-hmm. and then I would just follow him with my brain. And I'd be like, "There he goes! Oh, he just crashed into a sign! Oh, and he's back! Oh, and there he goes! And he's swerving!" That's my that's my well, imagination. Well, I would motorcycle guy driving along the side of the car. I would daydream, <laughs> but like when you went down a couple it's of places, it's like oh, you're turning at the gas station, you're turning at the Walmart, and there's the thing on the left. And if you go like a few streets down there, it is like I have to. I can't automatically remember, but if I go a couple of times, I can. Mm-hmm. And. It was funny when I moved off I to, to go college. Times. Yeah, my mental map has to be built, and it's all visual, and it has to connect. Or yeah, if he goes down like a turn that U turns, or yeah, going out to my parents, uh, not my parents, my grandparents' lake house. That was that was stressful because if you miss one turn, like I would get really lost. Yeah, 
there yeah. was. And then call it really stressed and uh, try to describe where I was. It sucked. Fun road trip flashback and yeah. our driving history. GPS is amazing. GPS yeah. is amazing, but it was really. Also, the people, when they were sending their friends off on mm-hmm. the road trip to the dog show, yeah. they sent them off. And then cheered while they left. And yes. I was like, I remember those days yeah. when it was exciting. And you're like, I've got you taken care of. And now we got robots that do everything. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. Ugh. So the so the show follows, um, I think, we have Bloodhound. We have the Terrier, Poodle, um, the Shih Tzu, and that Weimarimer. Weimarimer, so, yeah. So Don't five, forget that Weimarimer. Okay, so five groups of people <laughs> going to a dog show. Wait, did we cover the Terrier? Yeah, yeah, the terriers in there. Norfolk terrier. Norfolk terrier. So they're all like ranges of people mm-hmm. of going to this dog show. We a lot of different types. You've got the the sugar baby. The sugar baby. Yep. So I, which I don't know what that. I forgot so what that actress's name. Her was, name is I, Jennifer Coolidge. I love Jennifer. So Sherry. So, so we're gonna start with the standard poodle in honor of our number one fan, April. <laughs> so standard poodles' mommies are Jennifer Coolidge, who is the. Um, very young wife of an older fellow named uh, Leslie, who seems to be a rich... He literally does not say a thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I didn't get his actor's there. name, but he is a funny one. Yeah. And she works he, he with... Was, I believe he was in UHF. Yeah. Weird Al. So, sherri works with her handler, Chrissy Cummings, and it's, like, revealed as the plot goes on that they have a secret lesbian relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is played by Jane Lynch, and they're very high-strung uber competitive like the yeah. rich the they're richies lesbians. they're stereotypical competitive lesbians, lesbians yes yeah. and then we have Which jane lynch is perfect for that role oh yeah, yeah. jane lynch yeah. does great oh, she's a, a crazy butch lesbo yeah it is very nice <laughs> she has been typecasted a yeah little a little bit i mean for good reason yeah I mean, she's very good at it <laughs> i mean you make your money yep yeah and so it looked like she wanted to murder somebody at the end. Oh yeah, like her her <laughs> final scene so well. where they're waiting for the announcement and her eyes are like, "I'm gonna murder anyone who comes near me." Mm-hmm. She's yeah. about to like murder her competition, but she yeah, doesn't I believe it. She could do it. Yeah. Um. And then we have our uh, gay couple. Uh, we have Stefan and Scott, mm-hmm. who have the Shih Tzu, and they're a very stereotypical like yeah. Soho gay couple in New York. And that's Michael McKean and John Michael Higgins. Higgins. Michael mm-hmm. Higgins, who uh, Higgins is Scott, Stefan is Michael McKean. That is our gay couple who have the Shih Tzu, and they play stereotypical gays, which it's 2000, so... You know, at that point, we're like, yeah, representation of any sort. Mm-hmm. But they're they're very sweet characters, and Watching it today, they're sassy gay men. I, I loved them, but I gotta admit, um, uh, John Higgins' portrayal did make me cringe a little bit. It when, is when cringy. I cringed a little bit at the at the over the top gayness. I know for two thousand, they could have back honestly, in the they, day, they could have gone more over the top. I actually thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, because okay, yeah. because he did, he just kept on talking about the beginning. It just came on very strong. Yeah, I guess at the beginning, but then and then I was just kind of like, huh? So, I will say, I have met gay guys like that, so, and I, yeah. I kind of like the dynamic where it's like, the calmer, like, 
daddy character and then his like yeah. sassy little over the top party boy yeah and that was kind of their character that, that was, yeah that was fun and nice and i know there are people like that i just know more gay people that are just like regular so the character yeah, yeah i mean there are more but he also but yeah it's, it's he, like, i get it's also a comedy so, he prances out onto yeah. that dog oh, yeah. floor, these are all caricatures so not just him and both of those characters are played by straight men but uh the idea for the relationship was actually according to an article i read Michael McKean had an older uh, or had a more like firm like his first wife was very like firm and like by the numbers and mm -hmm. then he ended up divorcing her and ended up with someone a little bit more lackadaisical later and so he 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 kind of him and his co-star uh, kind of designed the role as more of a hyped up version of that particular relationship right 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 so it is based it on is based it, on someone they knew yeah. it is kind of based on a real relationship archetype that the right. care that the actors experience and i do find that interesting because it did that feel is. a little bit more grounded and that yeah, was he, he felt fleshed out he didn't feel too dimensional. yeah 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 that, no, not at all yeah i so, think that that's part of the reason why i was cringing a little bit is because i thought that the i couldn't remember him being built out more than that but seeing it again now i do actually know that he had a lot more to him than just yeah. that yeah. i was a, i was scared at the beginning that's my that's, point that's fair I'm a little scared at the beginning so <laughs> the thing i like about this comedy because christopher guest and um eugene levy actually do a lot of like why they don't do heavy script writing because they do like do a little bit more improv especially and they made people I mean, it's kind of comedy gold they made people really decide on their backstories and they made everyone right. work really hard because if you know who the characters are you can play this mm -hmm. them also uh, this is just a tiny tiny sidebar yeah um i see now that i'm googling it that uh the the guy who played uh bubba from the Fish Shack that I couldn't remember his name from Mad TV. Mm -hmm. Will Sasso. That's his name. Okay, so ah. it wasn't Dale, it was the other one. Uh it was probably Dale. I don't okay. remember the name. No, but, so, it, but, oh, the, okay. but the actual man's name that I love very much from Mad TV is Will Sasso. That's his name. Yeah, that's name. Dale. Yeah. Dale. He played Dale. Bubba <laughs> in the Mad TV sketch you're talking about. No, Bubba was just a stereotypical redneck name that I gave him in my brain just ah. okay. Look, his name is cast, Dale. The cast listed on Google. It says Will Sasso, fish and hole guy. Fish and hole guy. His name, His was, name Dale. was Dale. Yeah. They very clearly called him Dale in the movie. Anyway, I love Will Sasso. Moving on. Okay, fish and hole guy Dale. Bubba. I mean, Bubba. that's the same thing basically as fish and hole guy. Anyway. Uh, speaking mm. of fish and hole guy. Speaking of. Um, so the scene we're talking about, our bloodhound owner is um, Harlem Pepper. Who mm. Quite a name. So Harlan Pepper, the fish and hole guy, mm -hmm. is actually He's not the fish and hole guy. He, he owns is. the shop. He's the owner yeah, with but the fish and hole guy is clearly. <laughs> there were two. There were two fish and hole guys. There were three. There were three, there were three fish three and hole guys. That was one of them was Harlan Pepper. Yeah, I know. one of them. Was... Okay, you just called him. Yeah, fish, fish and, and hole guy, guy. Yeah. because he owned the fish and hole. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fish and hole guy number two. He didn't own fish and hole guy. Yeah, he did. He was leaving them in charge. Never mind, Peter. You're missing what I said. He owns oh. the place, not the Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I understand. Anyway. That. The owner of Fish and Hole Incorporated. Okay, so Harlan Pepper <laughs> is Pepper? our uh, Fish and Hole guy owner mm -hmm. from North Carolina. And I... he was played by Christopher Guest. He looked like he was from, so, like, Butts, Georgia. Like, yeah, so Chris, like... Christopher Guest was the 
director of this film yes. and co-creator yeah. of this film. I just think my my hound <laughs> Debbie. I uh, his blood uh, bloodhound was Trevor. Tre- Tre- no, 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 no was like, Holland. It was really rednecky. It was like it was, Tucker or something. No, like it was that. an H. I think. Oh right, ha- ha- Howard. Howard. <laughs> my, my bloodhound Howard. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, what was it? Uh, they said it. They were like saying good luck to him. Yeah. Oh, we should have written the. I, I should have written. Down. I was getting. I was so concerned about the actor names. Yeah. Um, because the I, poodle was he, raspy and white. Yeah. Yep. The Shih Tzu. Actually, I don't know if they ever said the Shih Tzu's name. They were just like pretty girl and like my my girl. Yeah. They didn't actually say the Shih Tzu's name that much. No, I don't, I don't recall. Um, ever hearing the name of the shit Hubert. <laughs> Hubert! Bloodhound's name is Hubert. You guys want to know how Harlan, uh, not Harlan Pepper, Christopher Guest <laughs> came up with the idea for this movie? Uh, yes. Lay it on us. So I think Heath will enjoy this. Guest came up with this idea. He had gotten a new dog. And he went out to the dog park, mm-hmm. and he's just hanging out, you know, just, at the dog you know, park. Enjoying a day. And some people at the dog park are like, "Oh, what's the dog?" He's like, "Oh, it's a mutt. It's like this, this, and this." And they're like, "Oh." And he realized that they were like purebred owners, and Ugh. because okay. he he works mm-hmm. out Hollywood Maybe in I New York. Just, ugh, I had purebred owners. <laughs> yeah. But I did. You but not, I, I am an accidental purebred owner. So he basically <laughs> got judged real hard at the the dog park for his little rescue dog that he was just you know what trying to be, like. What, what are you <laughs> doing? It's not the dog park. Yeah, it's a dog park. You rescued not, a baby. Yeah, it's not like, you, yeah, it's not like a dog <laughs> club where you have to have a membership. So he. He, like, was like, huh, that was weird. And he kind of started looking into dog show folk. And he's like... They are a different breed. They are are (laughs) interesting. (laughs) So he he came up with this idea about doing a story about ridiculous humans. Mm -hmm. And they're uh, from the point of view of a ridiculous, like, dog show. Yeah, yeah. Stereotype people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, having these, like characters who don't realize how ridiculous they are because it's funny it's funny and like these people treat like these are important personal life events and people do work hard for these oh yeah i mean i can't even imagine the effort that it takes oh yeah like i think my mom bred himalayan cats yeah for a bit I don't know what she freaking did with them. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, did I should ask her. I bet they went to cat shows. Yeah. Probably. Well, Mitzi was glorious. So, she was the last one that we had. I mean, they are gorgeous. Also, dog breeding, and this is just my own personal qualm, is that dog breeding to me feels like it's steeped mostly in antiquated concepts of eugenics that I don't think actually make a better dog. It, yeah. I'm not trying to criticize people Wow, here. I wish you had been available for the dog show. <laughs> <laughs> you still need to listen. I need to listen to that one. I'm if, sorry. Clearly, I'm missing something. If we were on the same team. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't word it that way. That was a pretty good way of saying what I was trying to say. Okay. Love you, April. Love, yeah, you. love you. We April. did a great episode. I have a purebred dog. You do have I a did. purebred. You only have no, from a, really from, intention. From a No, I just saw cute, pretty bull baby girl that you bought in a parking lot that I bought in a parking lot this man just handed me a 15 pound baby and I was like I gave birth to this thing today Uh this is my biological child she She is she's my biological dog yeah absolutely I'm pretty sure it's a completely reputable breeder Mm. yeah it's not but you you saved Rosie Uh, yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> I had to wash mud off of her anyway. Uh, so it's so weird. We oh. just got her. Oh. So anyway. Harlan. So Harlan Pepper is uh, Christopher Guest, and I, I like him because he created the characters to be like a loner who doesn't quite fit in because he's a southern redneck who just right. loves his little bloodhound and also wants to become a ventriloquist. That was a weird. I thing. thought you were going to say a virgin <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. My brain is messed I up. I want to clarify. He he's a southern gentleman. He is. He's uh, very yeah. sweet. I, I like. He's him. not like yeah. a typical redneck. I'm just saying. Just... Well, they did tell him to go beat those Yankee dogs. So but that that's was... his friend. They did. Yeah, that was his friend. His friends were more redneck than him. You go beat those Yankee dogs. <laughs> I mean, that was funny though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sounds like something mm. that a Georgia. Yeah, they <laughs> like also southern. Didn't... They didn't understand really his interest in dog shows. Mm-hmm. So. No, they also they thought he was going to go fishing. Yeah, one of them was like, "You're going fishing, right?" Dale, Dale was like, "Oh, you're gonna Henry, you're gonna go fishing. You go catch a big fish." And he's like, first of all, my name is Harlan." Harlan. <laughs> he's like, "I I don't." There won't be time. There Howard. Will, he's like, we're, done. "We're gonna Hubert. Hubert. Sorry, Harlan and name. Hubert." Yeah. Those are good um, names. and then. The the stars of the show, we have Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy as mm. Cookie and Gary Fletch, who, <laughs> Cookie, with their dog, um... I love oh, Cookie. crap, I just so forgot much. their dog's name. Oh, God, um, oh, Buster. No, it's like W. Um, Winky. Winky! Winky! Yeah, ridiculous Winky. name. That Winky. scene so where cute. The, the, the son of, um, oh, gosh, the son of Max Berman... Who is that first? He was the they they had to take a one hundred and forty mile detour to go yes. see the guy that she hadn't seen in a couple of years, and it yeah. was over. But he had a son, and his son <laughs> Winky <laughs> sat on the roof of the garage like he shed. was going to jump off. Of the... It was like a garden and shed. shed. I was like, I want to punch your eyes out with my thumbs. Still <laughs> jelly squirts everywhere. So I was like, I remember watching that scene left an impression on me because the son sitting up there with Winky, and he just has dead eyes and i saw that and i was like that kid knows how to act like, oh. also we had just learned that the kid's father is a negotiator and they always <laughs> jump so it's like okay i think he's cursing out these people threatening to jump and that's why they keep doing it he's very bad at his job yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a bad person but uh <laughs> Look here, Barbara, I do this for 11. You get your ass down here! So, Shove my thumbs in your eyes. Like, okay, uh, you know what sounds more pleasant? Jumping. Yeah. So yeah. one of the... Uh, so each character group has, like, a driving story. Like, um, you have the competitiveness of the lesbian couples. Uh, one thing that guests wanted for at least the, uh, the gay couple was actually them to be in a happy, loving relationship. Oh, which they did. So yeah, which they that, did. They, that actually was that came across. Yeah. Very well, yeah. I they guess actually that was, was that progressive for the time because it was two thousand. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that was progressive. Yeah. But uh, people the, were still using the f word just casually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 McKean, uh, so Michael and uh, McKean, Hig- Michael McKean and John Higgins actually were a little bit scared of that because happy people don't aren't funny. So they, oh. so they were like, "That's a challenging role." Right, you just gotta, you just they, gotta judge it a little. Yeah, bit. they they figured yeah. out their judge, and yeah, part they did of, a good job. Yeah. Happy people can be funny. 
They can't. Uh, it's it's harder to do, like oh, because no, it's a dark satire, and you don't have sarcasm. Yeah, um, but Cookie and Jerry flex little thing. Is, part of their little tension and drama is before Cookie settled down with Jerry, she had a lot of boyfriends. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. hundreds. Oh, I didn't know you had hundreds. <laughs> he said dozens. He said dozens. dozens. Yes, oh, yeah, they have dozens of boyfriends. Hundreds. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I was quite a ladies' man. I had. They went into three, three or four of her exes. Yeah. So yeah. that's the running like gag. Every time they went somewhere, someone. Cookie? <laughs> Cookie, <laughs> is that you? Is that you, Cookie? Do you remember this? And then they're really inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be absolutely sexual harassment. Oh, I think that's yeah. sexual harassment yeah. back then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but you, know, you were less likely to get sued back then. Maybe you should just punch them. I don't know. It's not appropriate <laughs> to be saying that stuff. But, Especially because sometimes she's like, this is my husband. And then they yeah, still say This is my it. husband, Jerry. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that was kind of her whole thing was she had found someone who was different than any other guy who was sweet and kind and compassionate and caring and and supportive. And every time they run into that, she's like, my husband, Jerry, and he would get upset and she would always be like, Jerry, I love you. And he's like, "Mm." I mean, he was pretty muted about it most of the time. Yeah. I liked his reaction at the very end where it was the sound guy that recognized her while they were recording their songs. And he's just just very. Vegas had a microphone, and I was like, "This is just like I. This is my life. It doesn't matter anywhere we go in the country. We're gonna find one of Cookie's exes. I'll be like, you know what? Maybe we should stay home more. I think if you sleep with, if if you're a waitress and you get uh uh fucked by one of your patrons once, and he remembers you twenty years later, there's something wrong with that guy. Yeah. As as a Tinder whore. <laughs> Who? Ha- I don't think you can call yourself that. Oh, absolutely! Really? Okay. Oh my God! Yes, no. It was so easy to get me. people on Tinder. Look, uh, I'm people sure. I are. Never... <laughs> I think they're. I tried just... online dating. I think they're just surprised thing. to find a human being that can speak words that isn't a robot. That's true. And is also uh, of the lady persuasion. Yeah. Also, uh, you like computers and programming. Also, I am actually a. Uh, a kind of an intellectual that can actually talk about stuff and things, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, even though my memory is trash here. No, that's fair. <laughs> but anyway, aside from that, yeah, no, um, damn, I don't, you don't remember the people. Yeah. <laughs> my point is, don't don't be talking about that person yeah. 20 years no. later. That's gross. That's Ew. gross. And be she nice. didn't remember I don't want to talk right about the person no. two weeks later. <laughs> I mean, that's fair if it's Tinder, but I, I guess it was a little different when it's, I don't know, it shouldn't be when it's hooking up with the waitress, when I assume they're traveling through, probably. Yeah. Because it was a small town. What's this been, 19, 20 years? No, you're a serial killer. Get it's away. creepy. Yeah, Get away. it's creepy. Oh, my God. It's yeah. It's been, it's been like, I think, a little over five years, if someone approached me and they're like, hey, are you the... I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. What murderer? Oh, my God. <laughs> and now we're going to the final family who is my least favorite but mm. they play them so perfectly I will say they so um, we have Parker Posey who plays Meg Swan and we have she's amazing Michael yeah. yeah and we have Michael Hitchcock who plays Hamilton Swan yep and they have the wine rhymer just... this is my mom's favorite couple oh really <laughs> she loves how 
ridiculous they are they're really <laughs> awful they have a weimer rhymer named beatrice of course of beatrice. course they do beatrice who mm. is not well trained no she gets Spolt. she gets very stressed out which i would get stressed out with this couple they just argue and it's, they're constantly yelling around yeah, her it's like if a toddler falls down and you go up to you oh my god are you okay yeah. the baby's gonna start crying yeah. if a toddler falls down and you're like oh yeah you want like a you want like a, a stop it, stop yeah. falling down, and they'll, then they're like, yeah, they'll, they'll look at you for like a response. Fine. Before yeah, they and react. you're just like, yeah. you know, you shrug it off, and then they're fine. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I it, that's that's projection, and that that oh, yeah. is what makes the warmer and are crazy. Yeah, I mean, they literally <laughs> going, oh, about everything. <laughs> they're in the opening scene going to a therapist. It's like Beatrice will look at us. She saw us having sex. <laughs> I yes. was in, what was it? It was called presenting cow position from something the Kama Sutra. Like, God, something like <laughs> yeah. that. I had to Google the position. Oh, did you? It's just regular. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just a regular Look, position. Look, this was the year 2000. Why did you have to get a book for an idea to do that? I don't know. They <laughs> are not well-adjested oh, people. They are. Good Lord. They're, they're imaginative. They're not imaginative. They're no, a... Well, they are that couple that if you're reading an L.L. Bean catalog and that's yes. not as deep as your curiosity God. goes, of course you need to buy the Kama Sutra yes. to get yeah. an idea for new Look, positions. the internet wasn't really uh, that's true. much the of a thing there. Just, yeah. Well, it did. But not, not, yeah, quite. not much of not a quite No, there. actually, you know what? It was littered with porn back then. So, that was like the first thing. No, it was I feel like NASA information first, <laughs> then porn. Then porn about NASA. Well, I feel like porn was viewed differently. <laughs> Then the Kama Sutra yeah, is a little bit more. looked down upon even more. Especially the reputation that the Kama Sutra had back in the late 90s. It was a lot yeah. more of a... Risque. It was risque. It was like the goop level of sexual yeah. information. Yeah, it was very pseudo-scientific. God, did you just, just mention good for goop. your chakras. Oh, no. Let's, let's yeah. light the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's hoo-ha. Why did you bring up <laughs> No. Okay. She's infected the podcast. Oh, my God. She hasn't. She okay. Hasn't. So, None of us are those people. No. So the swans are kind of... Don't buy any of that stuff. Don't okay. Okay. Focus. People, don't put rocks in your hoo-ha. It, the, it'll throw your chemistry off. <laughs> So the swans are archetypes. I of... really had to physically stop myself. So You're going to slap me. No, no. Oh, like keeping going. I know. I, I saw us going on a tangent. We don't need to go on because this is a pet podcast. So oh, yes, we always stay on topic. Now. We do. We're not getting on that topic. Okay, get back to your itinerary. So my itinerary says the swans are the swans are a exaggeration of uh, the younger well generation and also the 90s yuppies the 90s yuppies you mm. also have the idea that they're like mm. Californians in yeah. many ways because they're kind the of the goop yes <laughs> yeah, yes the, yeah. the unfortunately tri- it's just they are of that ilk those people definitely do buy from that nowadays yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and they even talk about it. they're like good thing we have catalogs we don't have to go into stores yeah. or yeah. talk to people to people it's they like, listen oh, to online shopping yeah they listen to uh fusion music and Enya. Uh-huh. i could just hear Enya playing in their house what was the thing about the so the they met at Two separate Starbuckses from across the road. That's their whole thing. But not the same. They just saw each other from across the road, and one of them got the nerve to talk. But I just have to say, as someone who works for a coffee shop, most of the drinks they listed were real. But there's the, the first drink. 
I was drinking a grande espresso. But the thing is, I've thought about this too much. Yeah. I think. Do you think it was like one of those crazy people that just puts like they wanted espressos mm, in a grande? Cup? I think it's worse than that. I think they got a solo espresso, which is one shot of espresso. But they're like, no, I want a grande espresso. Oh well, we serve so those. They made an americano. No, they put it in a grande cup. This is my guess. They put a. One shot of espresso. Even more dumb. No, but think about it. This guy, he's like, I would like a grande espresso. Sir, that is not a real drink. No, I want a grande espresso. Sir, we put those in small cups. So you just want an empty cup. It's like, so you want one shot of espresso, but in a grande cup. That is what I ordered. Fine, whatever. Here, sure. take your drink. Just do it. Don't even. You're waving your hands like. I disagree. You did I feel like I it was an Americano. It, oh, at XXX Comedy. No, <laughs> because they would have said Americano because they're fancy and they went through every single. So, and also yeah. the the coffee traveling she did because she talked about her growth through what she drank. She started off with cappuccinos, which actually is a fairly adult drink because it's mm. half foam, half milk. So it is yeah. juicy. Easy, easy to make, fun to drink. It's fun to drink. Very frothy. It's frothy. I think yeah. it's kind of BS to be honest, because half of it's foam, so you're like just paying for air. I like I like the dry cappuccino. Look. It's very fun. She to needed drink. that air. That's fine. Look, it, it, it makes I'm sense. A, I'm a breathitarian, and I'm offended at your. <laughs> it makes sense for at least the drink she ends up on this journey. But then she's like, and then I went to lattes, and I'm like. So you went to the more baby drink because latte is like very basic. Get anyone in because it's just milk and sh- and uh, shots, and you can add syrups to it. It's very versatile, mm. very good beginner coffee drinker. Right. And then she's like, now I drink a double espresso macchiato, which is yet again a real drink. So good job. And it's just shots of coffee with a little scoop of foam, which right. calls back to the cappuccino, which yep. that does make sense. And then he went to a, a soy chai latte, which whatever, that's a real drink too. But Soy chai latte, honestly, I feel like the soy makes the chai a little bit too sweet. I don't like soy. I like the soy because it is sweeter than the other milk options, especially the kind that XXX Coffee Shop uses. Yeah. Um, I usually put... I, I actually just like regular milk in my drink. I like regular milk in my drink, too. Uh, okay, so... Now that I'm not a vegan anymore, I'm sad yeah. about that. So small, I'm sad that failed. I'm sorry. Mm, so, vitamin deficiency. Anyway. Yeah, uh, you can't... Uh, I just... I'm really tired, and I don't feel like eating lentils all day. Anyway. That's fair. <laughs> um. So, coffee rant aside, mm. that ridiculous thing. And so, they're ridiculous... Coffee buff nitpick aside. It's a coffee but Yeah, I, I've become a... Yeah, you thought about this way too much, babe. I did. I We've s- all got our hills. I, I also saw this movie in the last, like, twice in the last two weeks. So, I've had time to digest this. I, I was the one who was screaming about Will Sasso for 20 minutes. <laughs> so, like, you know, you can have your coffee moment. What's also really funny is the actors, they were wearing braces because they're obviously, like, they... I ass- they're perfectionists. They're perfectionists. I, and I assume mm. they didn't get braces when they were kids because if they're anything like my family, you can't always afford braces. But they're like, I'm adults. I have money. I can get braces. Yeah. And when guests ask the two actors, hey, do you, you guys are willing to do it? And they're like, yeah. One of them, so uh, Posey decided to actually just go ahead and get real braces because part of the direction is... They weren't allowed to be lispy, and retainers make you more lispy. 
And apparently Michael Hitchcock kind of regretted his choice because he had to get them and he had to wear them for like two weeks before shooting all through shooting to try to practice with not talking lispy. And you can even hear it in some of the the things where he gets a little lispy from trying not to because the retainer just makes you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have something that's pressing up against the palate of the inside of your mouth, I'm sure it's like really hard to deal with. I have not ever had a retainer or braces um, but I probably should have, especially like I got this one crooked tooth right here. Yeah, that bothers me. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it looks nice. It has character. A little snaggle tooth. Yeah, it has a little character. <laughs> it's like I am a pirate. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yep. I'm a pirate. There we go. But that did not help, did it? I no. Dan I, comforts again. <laughs> I'm fine with my snaggle tooth because if I don't point it out, my teeth look straight. Which yeah. Is why I've never had. Yeah. Any, it it yeah when you have your bite together it does it's not noticeable but the second you like yeah you, because you also it's not just that you hold your jaw at an angle that's emphasizing it yeah yeah I'm so. sticking it out so you can actually see how yeah. snaggly it is it's not that bad though no I think my teeth looks. rest very nice right in that snaggle <laughs> so yeah so just mm-hmm. wear braces if you would like braces but I'm I did find that. it. I think LASIK is about as far as my body modification is going to go. That's fair. <laughs> and tattoos. Oh, and all of the tattoos yeah. are not done. Okay. I'm going to get fair. covered. Although my mom made me promise nothing uh, from the neck up. Okay. Which I'm probably... Until she dies. Oh, so she said it, not me. <laughs> no. I mean, that's fair. That's funny. I'm kidding. I'm not going to... You will you can one day. Later. <laughs> I, no, I want. You can just one, wear a turtleneck. I want to get a lightning bolt behind my ear. Just, yeah, I mean behind your that, ear. I, you think should, I feel like should be okay. You could wear your hair long for a couple binary, months. Yeah, a little binary thing right mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. That's a good place for a tattoo. Mm, it's great. A lot of whores get tattoos there, and I think I fit them. God. So being an actor is weird. You had to get braces for a role. That's yeah, that is weird. That's either weird or really cool because then you're like, oh, my teeth are straight. Yeah, why yeah, not? I feel like that would be good. Yeah. For that business. Yeah. Suspect your teeth were already pretty good. We interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, petparentspod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, as along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon dot com slash pet parents pod anything and everything can help we would appreciate your support pet parents also lists that we are a bark box affiliate so any special offers that we have which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed are going to be on that page there's a link to bark box under the ways to support page on the website we also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special officers are going on anytime you subscribe to bark box using the link barkbox.com slash pet parents pod you can get free extra month of bark box for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. So the journey to the dog show, really wacky, really fun. Guess what the hard part is making funny? Uh, what? The, the dogs? dogs? The, the actual dog show. Yeah. Oh, they, they literally I don't have. Know, dog, if you've seen dog shows, and I talked to you before the show, I grew up with watching the right. dog shows every year. Yeah. They're pretty fun. So <laughs> the thing is, when they were writing this, they were like, they they wrote everything, they like, had a good idea about getting to the dog show, and then they're like, 
and they kind of knew how it was going to end. And then they're like, how do we make a dog show funny? <laughs> like the actual yep. funny parts, because you can't just have like ser- like serious moments because it cuts the flow of the comedy. So you get a terrible host. Yes. Do oh, you know? I see it. He's not good at hosting dog shows. Do you know that the terrible host is based on a real guy? Please tell us about real guy. I've been waiting for this because you said this earlier. Yeah, you I told you this. this. I need you to tell did me about he this. Do more guy. than one. Yes, he oh, actually. No. Okay, so okay, they played him up. So his name I'm is sure. Joe uh, Gargoya. Garagiola. 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 So he was a like. yeah. He was a baseball. Garagiola Senior. Yep. Baseball yeah. catcher. Mm-hmm. He was a baseball player, and, and he, he's a host to a dog show. Okay. He be- catcher is hard to. It hurts your hand. It does. Um, but Ow. he was well known. Like he was a colorful commentary, but he didn't know a lot about dogs and didn't retain. But he hosted from two thousand. Uh, sorry, not two thousand. Um, nineteen ninety four to two thousand two. Okay. And he kind of came up with ridiculous things. He obviously wasn't as ridiculous as um, Fred the, Willard's portrayal yeah. of him. They, like, amped it up. But um, he co-hosted the Westminster Kennel Club dog show for the U.S. Net- the USA Network from that time period. And that's who they kind of based him on. They, How like, many years? It was um, from 94 six, to... Six, eight, eight years. Oh, okay. He did eight years of to it. 2000 and what? 2002. 2002. So I probably watched one of the 1994 to 2002. Yeah, I probably watched one of the one of the ones that he hosted. It sounds like he wasn't like making the like it's a shit zoo joke, but yeah, he's like it sounded like he just didn't know a lot about dog breeds, so he'd be like that one's fluffy or that oh one's God. floofy. <laughs> like we hit in the head one too many times with baseball. No, that, I'm just kidding. It's like, what's with the silly haircut? I don't know. I assume it's something like that. I didn't do too much deep dive research into that, but I, I do like how they basically trying to do research. They're like, oh, this guy actually is kind of a doesn't seem that knowledgeable. What if we meet a more idiot version of him? Right, right. So right. that was their basis for Fred Willard's character and then his lovable psychic who um, had to be the knowledgeable one, which, hang on, let me get his name. He was like the actual dog show the, host. The, uh, the uh, character's name was Trevor. <clears throat> the, his character's name was Trevor. And Trevor it was, Buckwith. It Jim was, Piddock. Yes. No. Englishman, I, I he believe. He so yeah. frustrated, very understandably. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. He apparently read a um, an AKC book to prepare for this role, and he m- mentioned his, like it was a very boring book. <laughs> yeah, I had absolutely <laughs> no interest in this whatsoever. Yeah, was so, he just reading about the the standards of each yeah. So he would be able to. Awesome. So he would be able to actually give because a lot of this. So. They had outlines for everything, but a lot of it was improv. Mm. So they have a lot of scripts written out. Like they had, you're going to get here and here at the end of the scene. Right. Go do it. Yeah. And go. Gang go. <laughs> I mean, they got a great cast. Yeah. they. I mean, so. yeah, professionals. They, they just, did an excellent job. Yeah. The two creators describe when they do improv comedy shows like this as building a band because they want someone yeah. who can like. You got to play jazz. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they actually talked about like playing jazz off of each other and being able to like rip off each other and it makes mm. very much a yeah. lot of sense see and i would have loved to get into Im- improv i actually kind of tried to get into improv a little bit and didn't because uh i sabotaged myself i understand um but 
I, I'm a big fan of it, like, you know, watching who's on it anyway and stuff like that. Yeah. And seeing people who actually can riff off each other. And when you find that friend that you can riff off of, oh my gosh, that's the best shit ever. I, I can just imagine the fun they had making this movie and just kind of it that banter. Fun. Ugh. I do feel bad for the dogs when they're being yelled around you know what i mean well they were trained hollywood dogs and that wasn't another thing like no, they were talking about like that weimar rhymer was that clearly so, that weimar rhymer was a very well-trained dog because and they all had to go through uh dog training before they could do this show like they had a crash course on how to handle and dogs and that weimar psyche well did the dogs get a psyche well to make no, sure they're the, okay the, oh, yeah, so the, the dog was the dog was a movie dog so she knew yeah. so they were doing commands like up down and no, I know, but she just looks stressed. <laughs> well, Robberiners have crazy eyes. They do the have time. crazy <laughs> eyes. And part have of you it... ever stared into the eyes of a Robberiner? I, I guess that's true. And also, like strangers are around her uh, yelling. But yeah. yeah, but it would be like me screaming at Charlie or, or Rosie. They just, they're just gonna be like, oh, this more okay. Some of the actors talked about how calm the dogs were. It was uncanny. Like, they're like, mm-hmm. we've been around dogs, and they get barky when they're around strangers, and they're like, we'd walk into the back of all these movie star show dogs, and they were just perfectly calm and chill until their handlers yeah, were like, okay, come on. The most professional actors mm-hmm. in this movie. <laughs> yes, the, the dogs. From the best. The dog show dogs, yeah. 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 So... This movie is 98 minutes long. Can you guess how much, how many hours of footage they had to cut from, like, what they took? Three. So much. Like, you, because if you're doing improv, you have to... Do lots of takes. You've got to do it so many times to get the this, because it's not, so not reading he, a script. Okay, so we're going to rephrase this question. How many hours of footage do you think they had for this? Total. In total? Yeah, and for, that they had to cut down and pick from takes of the improv. God, I, mm. I'm going to go with, like, five or six. Hours? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was guessing. It was five to seven. 60 hours. What? 60 hours. Yeah. 60 what? hours over eight months of film. 98 minutes of good footage. <laughs> 60 hours. So it's different takes. They did, right. yeah, And I they know, but... it took them eight months to edit down the shots. And a lot of the shots apparently were actually first takes. Okay. So yeah, because you got to do that. You got to yeah. be like, you know, maybe maybe we can do this. Let's play yeah. this. So wait, what's the like, plus? I have no idea how this movie is going to come out. Yeah, it's yeah. Sixty hours and like it, I don't remember. Comedies are weird. I love it. That is the hours. Best. Sixty hours. That's that is. Yeah, that's why there was no dog show too. <laughs> no, I, I just the best in show too. It's they just paid hours. crazy. Yeah, I feel like the contracts it, no, they just it, based on the contract. Yeah, you just well they the film it. The they change. Yeah. Like for instance, that dog show part where they had the announcers and the actual dog mm-hmm. show. That was like mm-hmm. maybe two days of filming. Okay. They did all so that. Everything else. Yeah, everything else. Because a lot of it, because the actual dog show was very, like, kind of cut and dry. Yeah, as it would be. Yeah. I do like you had the winner of the show was our darling underdog. The underdog. Winky. Winkies. Oh, right. Winky. <laughs> Mittens is a cat name. <laughs> Look. Mittens is a great dog name. Mittens. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Winky is great. Yeah, Winky is great. Winky was my favorite dog. I also like their whole thing was, he was chonky. Yeah, sorry, he looked like a no. Dog you're hamster. fine. He was so cute. Yeah. His little wiry fur. He looked like a Tootsie Roll. 
and they had a mailbox that looked like him. Yes, that that little. I I do like that couple the best because they. One thing we didn't touch on too much. They were a very like all their excess money went into this hobby. Like they drove their little car cross country mm. and then they get to the hotel and none of their cards work. The good card doesn't oh, yeah. work. That no, that's the good card. That's the good card. Well do you have another one? That's no, the, the good, good one. They've only gotten one notice, notice. not two. That's also a weird flashback I, to the credit card life of that time period. It's like so concerning. You don't have to worry about it till the second notice. And it's like, sweetie, we got the second notice. She's like, damn it. Yeah, but it's 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 crazy because you know, I I kind of went off on a tangent during the movie about how you know, in my brain I'm like, oh, why aren't you checking your bank account? Why aren't you checking checking your credit <laughs> card app? And I'm like, all oh, right, the banks are closed and they don't have a cell phone. They literally had to have the guy when they said, hey, call call the why don't you call the credit card? And he's like, oh, that's a good idea. If someone told me to call their credit card company, I would be like, ma'am, you can step over there and handle it yourself. This is your yeah. card. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, the reason why he's like, that's a good idea is because that's the phone. The, yeah, that's you the don't whole have whole cell phones. Phone. Yeah. That is the only phone that they have and you know, in the he, building. He would do know. it regularly, you know? Yeah, of course you would call the credit he, he card. That's a excellent. part of hospitality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it was like getting these flashbacks of like, you know, 21 years ago of like how things worked and being mm-hmm. like oh right i forgot yeah i forgot that i used to panic about when the bank would close yeah on a- you don't have to physically go to a bank hardly ever now no i know it's glorious well i do oh why well because apparently every single gas station around my house will just steal my credit card information and sell oh, it to some geez. Florida man. Oh, I've had to get my... Florida man. Uh, I, the Sam's Club is safe. I haven't had my card stolen. It's nice. I, I had to... <laughs> you can borrow my Sam's card if you need gas. I had to get my debit card reissued four times in the past Jesus. two years. That's too much. Yeah. The last time I caught it, this guy was buying Cheetos out of a vending machine. <laughs> in, All right. In, in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Florida. And I was like, dude, really low standards. The last one at least spent $200 at a gas station on what? I don't know. He just wanted <laughs> Cheetos. He just wanted Cheetos. Just wanted go to, like, Cheetos. A better place to fraudulently oh, spend oh, money. I can send him to a better place. I'll tell you what. I will yeah. send him well, straight to a better to, place. To be honest, it probably isn't the guy who stole it. It's probably someone who bought your numbers and had a scammer yeah, card, exactly. to be honest. I know. I work in cyber. I know. I know. But I'm just mad about Florida. Anyway, everyone, take cash out and just buy your gas cash now. That's what I have to do. So everyone else has to do it too. Also, I mean, if you use credit cards, it's pretty low risk to you. You just might have to get a new card. Yeah. I just need to pay off one of my credit cards and stop trying to fill it up. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's a good one. ADHD impulse buying is a whore. It's okay. Mm. You're doing good. I'm working. Hey, I'm going You're to therapy. You're doing good. Um, <laughs> the hotel manager is the unsung hero of this group. He yep. never flinches. He really he, was. He was the best one. He even got there. He's like, look, I don't want you to sleep out in the cold, which... You can sleep in the broom closet. He let them... He's like, we'll get you some cots and you can sleep in the storage closet. And that's really nice that's because... hospitality right yeah. there. Because, like, that's not a... That wasn't a cheap hotel. And then the guy had the... What about room service? Well, sir, the kitchen is right next door, so you, you can, can walk over there <laughs> and ask them. He's like, okay. 
the audacity to ask about room service I think in the he was, closet. I think he was just wondering if they could get food. I know, probably get <laughs> snacks. Well, McDonald's existed. Yeah, but they're in... If it were me, <laughs> yeah, and I know this is this is this is a movie, and plus it was to is, amp up the comedy. Yes, for the comedy, you can't nitpick this kind of stuff. Yeah, but we do as mm-hmm. human beings. Mm-hmm. I would have lived in my van and then just kind of like lived in my van. Yeah, I've always wanted to live out of my car. I mean, Cookie doesn't really look like somebody who wants to live out of a car. She's though. not a van sleeper, no. huh? No, she looks like she would snap in half if she tried to lick. Well, the her. thing is, I think they've already been sleeping in their van because they were driving down to Florida, Pennsylvania. That's a oh, long drive. That's a long drive. And you have From to Florida, Pennsylvania. And Ooh. you have to get ready. You gotta get the dog ready. You kind of need some some. Yeah, I'm trying to take my husband. Oh my god, am I cookie? Oh God! Where are you going? Where are you going for? I, I look. I want to be a whore up in Pennsylvania. Okay. I actually do really want to take a road trip, and this is something that I've been screaming at Matt for ever since I met him. That I want to take a road trip of Pennsylvania. I want to go to Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Hershey. I want to go to Philadelphia. I want to go like I want to go to the Mutter Museum. Uh-huh. Like I want to go. I want to go to Centralia. There's a lot of really cool stuff happening in Pennsylvania. Okay. I want to stay at the um. Farnsworth House, Ooh. yeah, in Gettysburg, because it's okay. haunted. Yeah, and apparently the ghosts that haunt that museum mm-hmm. are directly this. related to. So, mm-hmm. really? I, wait, yeah. can we go with you? Yes, that would be <laughs> I so want to cool. go to a haunted place. Final question: Do you know why they picked a fictional dog show? Uh oh, because of copyright yeah. infringement. Actually, they tried to see if uh, anyone would let them use them, and no, one, everyone's like, "Get the fuck away from us, <laughs> Look, you swine! This is not a laughing matter. Yeah. This is dog shows, and they're like respectable ancient thing that has it's happened an art. since nineteen thirty, I believe. I don't know." Mm. I'm sure April will tell us in the Discord. Yeah, someone will tell us. Or not someone. April April, April specifically will tell us in the Discord. April specifically will let us know everything we got wrong and how horrible we are. That's fine. I love you, April. This is a movie commentary podcast. Oh, 1877. Oh, we did live Google. No one has to correct us. We're safe. Because this is 2021 and we have cell phones and internet. Yes. And apps to our bank accounts. Are you? Are you? Degrading our our past selves who had no access. It is to this. better. Everyone knows it, it. They would have been like, you know, it'd be really cool mm-hmm. if I could just like look up whatever I wanted. Yeah. Have yeah. GPS. Yeah. Yeah. Not have to rely on printed MapQuest. Yeah. But that is fun. From friends and family that are sketch. Do you want yeah. to? I well, I, the only reason I know how to read a map is from long road trips because we'd stop at those. Um, uh, the the at the state the the welcome centers yeah. yeah 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 and they'd always have maps and so we get maps because yeah. we're little kids and they're free we're like yay maps and then my dad was like try to find us on the map we're on this road and we just left this town and like partway through my sisters would get bored and I'm like I found us he's I'm like where are we Ooh. going he's like follow that route up to this I'm like he tur- okay he's you know what. I actually can't read a map. I'm going to give your dad some credit right there. That is kind of genius. Yeah, that's useful. I yeah. know. I know he has. I know we have given him credit for a whole lot. But I'm going to give him credit for that. No, oh, no, no. My dad, like, no, what, your dad's top notch. No, like, my parents are pretty good when we were little kids. Like, keeping us entertained in a car for seven hours was a skill they learned. He turned it into a game. He did turn it he into a game. He into a game. That is, that's a pretty 
darn good idea. It only really worked for me, but one out of Still, three of us. One out of three, man. I'll take it. I mean, it's a that's a failing success rate, but you know. <laughs> you know what? Out of kids, you know, not that bad. If, if I could teach one out of three of my kids an important life lesson in that moment, I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it is a useful skill. You gotta have the map kid. You gotta have the kid that... that Wants to be a pop star, and then you got to be the the book learning kid. Okay, actually, well, you've got two yeah. of those. That actually, no, no, the, no, no. You actually, mind. you actually called out. So Dorothy was the little pop kid at some point, right? And then my older sister was the book kid, and um, my older sister also is like prepared for any cleaning. Like, um, we had a tire went flat, and so me and my dad were changing the tire. We had to get someone because uh, the the land was soft, so we couldn't. The jack went jack up the van, right? Mm-hmm. So some people stopped and. It got our hands all messy, and we're like, okay, well, we changed the tire. That's all done. But now our hands are covered in grease, and April's like, I have wet naps. Oh, wet naps. And I'm like, yeah, because Dad's like, Ugh. and I'm like, hang on. I'm like, April, we have messy hands. She's like, I have the wet naps. <laughs> I'm like, yep, I knew you would. See? Teamwork. Yeah. Yes. Teamwork. And this is why you breed a basketball team, <laughs> so that you always got one that's got your back. Yep. In yep. every yep. situation. God, I changed that van's tire so many times. I changed it on my way home from work once. And I wasn't driving. No. I My dad was picking me up from work and that road trip. Mm-hmm. I've changed so many tires. There was this one time where my uncle tried to drive, I guess, home. <laughs> okay. Drunk. Oh. Shouldn't have done that. Don't do that, kids. Bless his soul. He's alive? He's alive. Good. good. He, he made it. Did he to, hurt no one? He made it about a mile down the road. Good. So he didn't hurt he no hit, one. And then he hit a curb, and then okay. he popped his tire. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> so. Stopped him in his tracks. He, he pulled off the road. I don't know how he got home, but... <laughs> Or to our house, because oh. he just walked back to the house, I think. Or yeah. someone picked him up. I don't remember. But I think I picked him up. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that I, I woke up early, like, first in mm-hmm. the house to find him there. And he was like, he explained the whole situation to me. So, yeah, I, I found him back at the house. And I was like. Are you okay? And he was like, yeah, I got, I'm hungover. <laughs> Help, please. My tires popped. And I did. I drove him back to his car, and then I changed his tire for him mm-hmm. and, you know, got him on his way. And he was like, if my son could do that, he might actually be worth something. And I was like, get out of here. Can you teach? go? You also, did it's, you teach her? Did, mm-hmm. You have to teach them. They have to have the experience. And also, they have to have the tools. Right, exactly. Because my... Also, you shouldn't phrase it as his worth. Yeah. It's also... Like, well, maybe your brother taught me how to change a tire. And you need to teach your kid how to... Yeah, maybe you're not a good yeah, teacher. Maybe you... And also, you just yell at him? Come part part yeah. of the reason I was able to change tire... My dad had bad knees. And Yeah, so... that's why I had to... Because I was... I yeah. had knees and I could get down there and change yeah. the tire for my uncle. <laughs> I also know how to hook up like washer and dryers because I didn't get scared of being dropped behind a washer and dryer so when small. I was little. And they're you like, are. You're even smaller than They're like, yeah. do this thing. You follow instructions well. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we'll fish you out now. I'm like, yay. And that's when you're <laughs> yay, yay. Your arms are up. You're just like, yay. Yeah. You're like a little, little <laughs> dust elf. Yes. The back of the I would get, I would get uh, Do I get freedom now? <laughs> <laughs> Pop on my 
I have cookies and milk? <laughs> Here's the screwdriver. Tighten up because you're little and you don't get freaked out when I drop you behind dark, dirty places. You know what you are? Out of the three of you, you're the engineer. Oh. That's why you're so good at fixing all the computers at XXX Coffee Shop. And every other thing. And like, every other thing. You I got di- that engineering brain. That's I also, why we get along. <laughs> I also diagnosed the light issue. Guess what? We need new light bulbs. Oh, my God. But oh no my one gosh, changed them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We had, like the first thing you should check. Well, we yeah. had Georgia Power was doing something on a construction site nearby, and they cut the wires to our speaker box. Smart. So we don't have cameras right that now. That guy was absolutely on the marijuana. <laughs> but they didn't tell us that. We just came in one day, and they were digging up our back area, and we're like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're with Georgia Jeffrey, Power. Cut your line. <laughs> well, no, it took us a month to figure out, We because we just thought the camera was broken because the screen was cracked for a while. Oh. And then we figured it out. Yeah. And so they're like, well, did they cut the other lines? And everyone's like, well, the lights are out, so it must be cut. I'm like, no, we changed the light bulbs around the same time, so they all burn out at the same time. Yep. It just took me a while to actually figure it out because I didn't have time to go out and change. This is why you have to troubleshoot an issue before you assume what the cause is. And this is what drives me freaking bananas (laughs) about the cases I get at work. Mm -hmm. And it happened to me today where this guy was like, the ARP table. And I was like, sir. And I left him a long, very rushed voicemail. And I was like, "I, I need, okay. I'm dumb. Let's start at the beginning and work our way back. And if you can show me the problem and then kind of give me the train of thought that works back to the ARP table, then we'll look at that. And so then he showed it to me, and then it was not at all the long, rambling message that he left me about what the problem was. Yeah, Because he just assumed, you know. It's the ARP. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, it's you always have to rein people in on stuff like that. And and um, I'm I'm gonna call my husband out a little bit here, but he basically said that in our bathroom there's a one light that's flickering, mm-hmm. right? And he was like, we just need to change the fixture. And I trust him because he's more, uh, he does electric he, he yeah. wires buildings he, for a living. Yeah, he's done. He's been an electrician before. He's been in, uh, worked in construction. That's yeah. what he does now. Yeah, you know, totally trust him on this stuff. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. So then I unscrewed the light bulb. I because this is me. I always play dumb and I have to troubleshoot it. Mm-hmm. Unscrewed the working light bulb, screwed it into the messed up fixture, and it worked fine. So I threw the light bulb away and yeah. put a new one. <laughs> Best in show. What are we? Our final thoughts? Any other things you guys want to bring up from the movie? Uh, I'm going to rate this one uh, ten out of ten. Milk bones. Ten out of ten. Milk bones is good. Would rewatch as yep. I literally rewatched it from a few weeks ago. It's a classic. It's really good. It's, it's really a, funny. Absolutely a classic. If you guys haven't seen it, absolutely recommend it. Great fun. Yeah. It is, it's just, it's, it's, it's heartfelt and enduring. Yeah. It's an easy movie to watch. It's Mm -hmm. not going to trigger you. You know, you can watch it. It's a little dated. It's a little dated, but that's the fun. Yeah. It's nostalgia. It's nostalgia. If you're you're a millennial, then you'll definitely feel the the nostalgia. Yeah. Because we seem to love that so much. I mean, it aged well. It did age well. It aged very well. For comedies, especially comedies dealing with queer people. Yeah. I Very... mean, dog shows haven't changed. No. So... No. I will say this did also help me wrap my head around the concept of a dog show better. Because right. getting a more 
like motivations from why the humans wanted it, mm-hmm. and also the underdog one. Yay, Winky! Lastly, we Go Winky! Have to do another dog Go show Winky! Episode, but with Kip. Oh my god! <laughs> Not soon. But Not soon. Ne- maybe we'll come back around. Maybe next maybe Thanksgiving. Can... You yeah. know what? Okay, I have a very small sidebar. On... Okay. <laughs> um, we could uh, do Westminster. <laughs> we can, yeah, we can talk about like the you know because I do have some some memories. Okay. Um, but um, when I was in uh, when I was doing my psychology class in um, college. Um, we had to, no, no, no. This was the critical thinking class I did. Oh, I love um, critical thinking. Crit- that was a fun class. It's a fun, th- it helps you, what, it makes you think about things. It really makes you learn how to think about things and stuff. Outside of your own. <laughs> yeah, bubble. You, you would, we need that more at younger ages. We really should put that in high school. We should middle, teach people, middle school we should and high teach. school. There's a lot of things we need to add into the education Yeah, system. we're going on to a sidebar of a sidebar. I'll cut we this. To, we need to add... No, I want people to listen to this. Oh, this I'm sorry. Point. I will leave this. Jeez, <laughs> I thought we, we were... need to put how to do effective research. Mm. We need to teach children how to fish for knowledge before they have to pay for it. You shouldn't be putting that kind of stuff in college. I didn't learn how to do that until I was in college, and that's offensive to me. We should have put that... I know people complain about putting taxes and putting how to buy a mortgage and all that into high school. That would be also helpful. But I don't think people realize... I think people underestimate the value of actually being able to teach yourself things. And I'm very passionate about this. I'm very mad right now. <laughs> but, but didn't you have to learn that for research projects? Like like looking up information? I did kind of graduate at 16, so I might have missed a lot of the later stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Because I do remember we were taught that kind of stuff when we were doing, like, yearly research papers for English. Mm. So Maybe I just forgot it, and now I'm just mad about but it. But also I could see how it would be harder because it was... Yeah. Like, the finding sources was hard because then they'd, like, limit how many, like, you had to have three books, one website, and that. But I do think there should be something for being able to sort through officially used, which they are doing a bit because Heath's little sisters talk about that. Yeah, yeah, like, find what the source material is, really Mm -hmm. understand if it's actually valid source material, who's the person that's talking about it, what are their credentials, cross-reference, see what other researchers have said, understand what a sample pool is, you know, and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, so... That was, uh, that, that's something that just kind of struck me when I went back to college for IT and then failed because I'm tired. It's okay. Um, um what, you, well, you decided. My sidebar was for my, uh, critical thinking class. Yes, critical thinking. Yeah. Go back to that. Um, so we actually had to do a debate at the end of the class to, um, determine, you know, what, if, if, you know, what we've learned and all that. That was mm-hmm. like one of our last things we needed to do. And this teacher was like, oh, yeah, let me let's get ideas uh, for what, you know, we can debate about. Okay. And keep in mind that at this time I was a straight edge. I wasn't Christian. I wasn't like really straight edge, but I was like I was, um, you know, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing any drugs. I was a very straight laced person. Yeah. Um, And I was also I've always been a history buff. Mm-hmm. So my choice to debate was actually, this is 2010. I'm scared. It was actually eugenics. Oh. That was my idea. Hmm. 
now thinking back on it, so I'm you had horrified. A, you had a pro and a, a con group. A pro, pro and con eugenics. I didn't know which side I wanted to be on. I just thought it would be an interesting conversation to have. And it, back in the it's day... It's certainly divisive. It yeah, would be. Back in the day, that was not a threatening thing to contemplate. Nowadays... Absolutely not. If I had a student in my class who was like, oh, yeah, let's debate the pros and cons of eugenics, I would be mortified. Yeah. But back in 2010, Nazis were still a joke. Yeah. You know? I also, so I think part of critical thinking is to bring up ideas that, because one thing I liked about my critical thinking class is, one, we didn't have a lot of assignments. We didn't have actual open debates. Mm -hmm. He would bring a topic in class. He would talk about it, and then we would have a conversation about it, and he would— when someone would bring up a thing, he'd be like, so why do we feel this way? And he would have right. conversations. And then if it started to get heated, he like, I loved Mr. Day. He would go, okay, guys, peace, love. We're stopping. Peace, love. We're he stopping. Would, what a freaking hippie. He's I like, loved, I, that's the, I took his uh, world religion. Yeah, he would say, peace, peace, love. We're, like he calm us down. He's like, we're stopping. This, and, is, this is my new catchphrase. Yeah, I, I loved Let's Mr. Day. I, I literally took world religions so I could have another class with him because I loved him so much as an ex. World religions. That was another fun class. Yeah. He was he was fantastic. That's a, He's a class. It was it was a fun class. I, I really liked him. Um and I, I literally took it because I'm like, Oh, Mr. Day's teaching it, I wanna take another class with him. Yeah. 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 That's but awesome. You as long as you showed up for class, participated in some form. You got a 90, and if you won 100, yeah. you did one side project at the end, which yeah. was pick a topic and discuss a topic. And I literally did an interview with my older sister about her uh, pagan um, religion. Like, That's nice. I just did a conversation. and Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. It was very cool. It was very oh, cool. And I want to be a part of that. Anyway. Yeah. That stuff but is cool. We ended up uh, debating weed. Because it was the easiest topic out of all the recommendations. Yeah, yeah I think I think I, I think if I was ago. a teacher, I'd be like, yeah, let's do weed. Let's do weed. I don't want to debate eugenics. <laughs> okay, so my last thoughts on Best in Show, the movie, <laughs> the topic of this episode <laughs> in the year 2000, was I was upset at the swan couple, uh, Parker Posey and Michael Hitchcock, getting rid of their dog at the end. Oh, right. Getting a new yeah. dog. That and they pug. thought that that dog was the issue with the relationship, basically, is what's implied in their therapy session. Yes. They, they purged the warmer Reiner. Yeah. Yeah, because... I don't know what happened to the warmer Reiner. It's not mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. It's not the dog's fault. It's them. Yeah, so it's 100% I, them, yeah. I think that adds to their stereotype of just get rid of it. It's not us. It's someone else's yeah, issue. Never blame yourself. Yeah. Blame Bad everything people. else. Yeah. Yeah. I Which mean, I hope that dog has better humans now. I assume they would have had to sell it to make money to buy the pug. Yeah, I don't like that. The, pug okay, I don't like selling dogs for this way. I don't like. Well, hopefully the Weiner like Reimer found better owners that would take care yeah. of it better. Also, why why are you letting your dog watch? Close the door. Close she walked how, in. How hard is it to close the door? You're like, oh, our pug loves watching us. That's <laughs> gross. Yeah. Close the door, people. I don't want to talk about this. I want off the subject. I'm with Beatrice. Let's this go is back horrible. To eugenics. No. <laughs> okay. I am. Any. <laughs> okay. Well, I think your point is valid, and they are definitely the worst couples. The actors. The actors did a lovely job. They did job fantastic. Being they, horrible yeah, they people. Did a, like, the I hate commitment. them at the end. They yes. did great. They're the worst. I'm glad they got kicked out. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Poor Beatrice dog. didn't even make it through their class because they jumped on the thing. Yep. Beatrice needed more consistent training and people Poor who wouldn't baby. just freak out around her. Yeah. 
I was, I, I had a panic attack every time they started screaming. I was just like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Busy B! Give him Busy B! She's like, you know what would be great? If you stop screaming. She grabbed the parrot. He was like, it's not even as close to the bee as the fish is. Yeah. Yes, the dog shop owner who was trying to give her suggestions. Like, this kind of looks like it. This has a squeaker like what you're describing. Yeah, it's black and yellow. That dude was like my spirit animal when I worked customer retail. service. Like, yeah, it's like it was like selling webkins. Oh my god, it was like <laughs> my daughter wants this one, and what's the what? I need the dash hound. They uh, we're out of those because those are rare, limited. We have these, dude. That's not enough. This the, garbage. It was something that stood out to me as a as a retail worker was that I was working with someone who's very unlovable. Um, this is the best way I can describe them. And this woman came in, she was looking for the dash hound and she was like, the dash hound, the dash hound. And she looked at me, she's like, dash hound. And then she was like, oh, you mean the dachshund. And I was like, don't correct her. There's no, just say, no, ma'am, we don't have the dash hound. What's wrong with you? It doesn't matter. You can also just go, oh, it doesn't matter. like, even if you don't want to say the word wrong, or you go, oh no, we don't have the dachshund. Yeah, that's all you have to say. You don't I, have to get I just, I I just that That's what that word was supposed to be at all. Uh, yeah, saying. yeah. I've, it I've makes heard, sense I've when you the, uh, heard, spell it. Yeah, I've heard. No, I know, but yeah. I've heard dachshunds be pronounced as dash hounds so often oh. that I feel like, as the way language works, if you know what it is, then it doesn't. If you I know how it's spelled. Yeah, I don't care. So if the woman had come with me and she come up to me and she was like, "I want the dash hound," and it wasn't there, I would have been like. I'm, Sorry, we don't have the dash hound. I'm going with her vibe. You know, I'm vibing yeah. with her. That's how you make sales. You gotta be their friend. Yeah. But you can also just... <laughs> we, got, we got no say, dash hounds. <laughs> there, there's also, like, you can say the word differently, because there are words that are like, uh, yeah. like, oh, fuck. Regional. Yeah, yeah, regional. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't think of any of them right now. Like, tomatoes motto, but that's not a real pecan, one. Pecan, pecan. Pe- yes, pecan, pecan. Pecan, pecan, whatever it is. Yeah. People normally don't care if you use the other phrase. And you can say it because I have a couple of things at my store where they're pronounced weird. And I'm like, oh, this? And they're like, yeah, that. And I'm like, good. And as long as you're not like, oh, do you mean the blah, 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 you ignorant fool? Yeah. And with Matt, it's even he he gets a little crazy with it because um, like we were selling a drink that was made out of um, coffee berry. It had a coffee berry flavor. What's uh, that yeah, called? it was um, Cas- Cascara. Cascara. And, and, and XXX Coffee Shop was like, mm-hmm. oh, you have to pronounce it Cascara. That's how it's pronounced. And then Matt is from Costa Rica and, and he's he worked like... on a coffee farm. And he was like, oh, it's Cascara. Cascara. No. Cascara, oh, yeah. I can't, I can't roll my... You can't say Cascara. Yeah. I can't. So for cascara. Americans, it's Cascara. Cascara. <laughs> so... It, again, regional. Did you have any closing thoughts about Best in Show? I think topic? I think it is a good movie. I think people should give it a shot, and it's very well rated. It's very well rated, and mm-hmm. it's rated three t- thumbs up by your pet parents pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, also oh, only only one thumb each. Only one, one thumb each. Oh, six thumbs up. Yep, six thumbs up. The highest rating. Yep. yep. Six thumbs. Six good. thumbs. Ten dog bones. Ten, 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 ten milk bones. Six thumbs. Um, this is our first ever and hopefully not last movie podcast. We'll find out. <laughs> I don't want to cover movies where the dog dies. That's fair. 
Oh my god. I just want to say that. That makes Going me so upset. Like old Yeller. I've never seen that one infamous one. That not the old red, Yeller. The Red Red, red, red Fern Grove. Oh, I've I've seen where the Red Fern Grows. No, I've read, the, bo- read the books. When it's not about the dog. Like that's not yeah. the main thing for the movie. Marley the, and Me. But when the dog dies, yeah. Well, Marley and Me is good. I haven't seen Marley. Marley and Me is good. I haven't seen that. But anyway, generally when the animals die, I don't like it, so I would that's rather fair. not. That's fair, that's fair. And you showed me that movie. Where the dad wolf dies. What? And you were like, uh, "Oh, this is. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do this." I you. warned you. <laughs> I warned you and it was you gonna said, get sad. I warned you it was sad at the beginning. It, it wasn't grave with the fireflies sad. No, I would rather people die than the animals in the movies. Yeah. Okay. Mighty tears. <laughs> yeah. So. Let those animals. So live. you're pro grave with the fireflies. No, that is pretty sad. That's yeah, you want these orphan children. No kids, no animals, Sessies. Hard line. Break it down more than species. I would like the kids to live too. Yeah, how about, I guess fuck how about adults. everyone is fine except for adults, giant adult humans? Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that. Generally. Yeah, end of the world movie is fine. Shows that aren't that aren't based on real things. You know, it's, it's fiction or whatever. Yes, kill the adults. No. Okay, he's behind us. They can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord, Pet Parents Pod. You can also find us on PetParentsPod.com. And you can email us at PetParentsPod at gmail.com. We will continue to get better. And good luck with your hopes and dreams. Sorry for all the work. Bye! Bye! <laughs>